Hello. Hi. Hey. Welcome to Platicast, an audio collage that's as processy, creative, intuitive, and messy as its creators. As queer Chicana traviesas, we're here to reclaim our voices, our process, and our coyote medicine, and we invite you to step out of the realm of the ordinary and take a deep dive into the mystery of what wants to be. episode is about the fall equinox that will be occurring on September 22nd in the Northern Hemisphere. I know for a lot of us around the world, this summer has been really intense with uh, higher than normal heat, uh, heat waves, I suppose, and um, fires and whatnot. So I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to fall this year more than ever. Fall tends to be my favorite year. I absolutely love that crispy feeling in the air. Sometimes you get to have a faint smell of fireplaces and getting to see the different uh, trees and the way they're changing color, crunchy leaves on the ground. You can begin to feel the slowing down happening. Daylight is getting shorter and shorter as the nights go by, and our bodies begin to adjust to a different pace. Summer is known for having that high, intense energy going on. Things that were planted in the winter grow in the spring and go into full bloom in the summer. And this doesn't just apply to plants, right? It can be our own internal growth processes or projects that we're planning, ideas, goals, dreams that we're harvesting. If you're someone who enjoys being in warm weather, you likely uh, feel really comforted by the summer. Being outdoors, those long days really allow you to be outdoors so much longer. If you have children, Likely, you are trying to keep them entertained while maintaining your sanity. You might go on vacation. You might take some time off. I know this year there were a lot of people going on vacation, not just because of uh, summer, but it felt like a lot of pent-up energy from the last couple of years in this pandemic. So yeah, this summer was intense on many levels. There was so much energetically going on. And now fall is on its way. There are two equinoxes that occur in the calendar year, one in the fall and one in the spring. And during this, these times, there's an equalizing of day and night. It might not be exactly equal, but it's very close. And what that means is that the equator is in alignment with the sun. 
And so this is what gives us our equal day and night. We are beginning to shift from the northern hemisphere being tilted towards the sun to shifting away and tilting away from the sun. And through this process, our nights begin to grow longer. And it will continue to do that until we reach the winter solstice in December. During the winter solstice, you experience the longest night of the year, after which the days become longer. So as a whole, these seasonal patterns are an example of life's balance. Shifting and moving, there's a predictability to them. The seasons will pass. The seasons will come. They may look different every year, but they still happen. That is so much like life. Even in the consistency, there is impermanence. However, through the whole process, there's a cycle of release and renew. We are coming out of the renew period and slowly releasing. These concepts of balance, release, and renewal are dependent on each other, right? Because in order to find balance or seek balance, there has to be some releasing and renewing. And these things occur on a daily basis. From the time you wake up to the time you sleep, they expand over a lifetime from the day of your birth to the day of your death. If you're someone who is menstruating, then that experience too is a cycle of release and renewal. And if you really think about it, it's everywhere, in everything. This time of the equinox is an opportunity for you to look at what is it that you are ready to release. You don't have to spend time on what you are looking to renew, but taking the time to think about what has come to completion, what is ready to be let go of is a benefit unto itself. And the fall equinox is exactly the time for that. As the trees release their leaves, know that you are in good company when you need to let go and trust that there will be renewal. It's evident in spring's blossoms. If we look at the triple goddess, the maiden, mother, and crone, the fall equinox brings us closer to the time of the crone, with the crone being a paradoxical archetype of creation and destruction. We see this archetype in Kwatlikwe, in Kali. She is a global presence at this time. Wesley Bain states, To think of the equinoxes and solstices in terms of a life, the year is born on the winter solstice, matures at the spring equinox, and reaches the prime of life at the summer solstice. The autumnal equinox marks the descent into old age, and finally, the moment of the winter solstice marks simultaneous death and rebirth, starting the cycle anew. Learning from these cycles has been so helpful to me in these times where maybe I have some doubts or difficulty trusting when I don't know what to do or what to plan for. As painful as it is, there's a small part that has faith in cycles because it's evident everywhere. We're not separated from this world. We're a part of it and we are in these cycles. 
whether we know it or not. We are in the flow with these natural cycles. At this time, our summer activities are now memories. You may feel your energy beginning to wind down. As the weather cools, you may start to notice that even what you crave is different. As we begin to slow down, I invite you to lean into that slowing down pace. Take time to think of what you're ready to let go of or maybe what wants to be let go of that you're not ready for. It can be scary to let go, but that letting go serves your growth. Snakes shed their skin. Babies grow up to be toddlers. Trees lose their leaves. Tides come in and out. These cycles, you can't escape them. So I invite you to find comfort in them in any way possible. So the following is a short list of activities that you can practice during this time. Journal or list what you're grateful for. This is a symbol of acknowledging your abundance. Remembering that abundance isn't just money, but it's people, activities, opportunities, states of being. Clean your living space. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to think of cleaning a whole house. So choose one room, and if that's overwhelming, choose a spot in the room. In this way, you are practicing the act of letting go. Set time aside to plan for your upcoming holidays. Think of fall as the opening ceremony to the holiday season. During the fall, we have Rosh Hashanah, Mabon, Halloween, Dia de los Muertos, Thanksgiving, and many other holidays from around the world. The following is a ritual that can be practiced during the fall equinox or any time during the fall. As with all rituals, respect, caution, and safety should be practiced. I'll be naming a few items that you need for these rituals. However, don't get hung up on the specifics. Please use whatever is accessible to you and especially whatever is relevant to you and your customs. What's important here is the intention. It could be helpful to do an intention setting before stepping into ritual. For intention settings, I like to use oracle cards and journal. However, you can do whatever feels right for you. This ritual is in four parts, but you don't have to do them all in one day. You can do each part over the span of a week or even a month, maybe even the season. What you'll need is one black candle, one white candle, several small symbols of fall, a journal or piece of paper, and something to write with. Part one, reap the harvest. Choose a space for creating an altar and clear that space in a way that works for you, such as smudging, the use of sound. Place the black and white candles on the altar, symbolizing balancing dark and light. Place the additional items on your altar with the colors and symbols of fall. Examples are small gourds, corn, apples, colorful fall leaves, acorns, 
bare branches, light the black and white candles, and give gratitude for the abundance that you've received and for the abundance to come. Begin to journal or make a list of what you are grateful for and the abundance you are acknowledging. You can use the prompt, I am thankful for, because. Part two, release. You'll need a candle, white or orange if possible, a piece of paper, and something to write with. Either on the altar or on a flat surface, light your candle. Contemplate what truly wants to be released at this time. Is it a habit, a pattern, a belief, a resentment, a person? Are you stuck, resisting, grieving? Is there something you want, but you've been holding yourself back from it? Acknowledge these experiences and write them down. Once you've done so, give thanks to what you've written down as they have served you. And with love, say goodbye. Next, you'll release them in whatever way is safest for you. Some examples are cutting them into small pieces, burying them in the ground, putting them through a shredder, or using a burning bowl. Anytime you're using a burning bowl, please practice safety precautions. You'll want to make sure that you have something to put out a fire in case it goes out of control. Part three, acknowledge impermanence. What you'll need is one tablespoon of rue, sage, rosemary, or dehydrated lemon peels. You can use all four or you can work with one of them. You'll need tea filters, a cheesecloth, or a large tea infuser, six cups of water, a large pot, and a large heat-proof tumbler large enough for six cups. Create your herb bundles using tea filters, cheesecloth, or simply using a tea infuser. Pour six cups of water and the bundled herbs into the large pot. Place the pot on the stove on medium-high heat until boiling. Remove the pot from the heat and allow to cool. Once cooled, pour the liquid into the large tumbler. You can add cool water to bring down the temperature. Next, you'll work with this mixture by placing it in your bath or pouring it over you in the shower. As you soak in or pour the mixture, meditate on what you're releasing. Part four, welcome the new. What you'll need is a journal or piece of paper, something to write with, and a white or orange candle. Light your candle and get into a comfortable position to write. Journal or list what you'd like to welcome in for this season. You can also create an altar with words, colors, and images that represent what you're welcoming in. Likewise, you can create a vision board or collage that represents what you're bringing in as well. For the written instructions for the ritual, you can find the link in the show notes. I hope this fall equinox brings you comfort and joy and grounding and peace. Releasing can be scary and there can be a lot of resistance to letting go. 
I'm a true believer of not forcing yourself to let go of things that you're not ready for. It's okay to take your time. I'll quote Wesley Baines again, who says, As you watch those earthly leaves fall to the ground to nourish the next generation of nature, consider your own leaves. Are you letting them go, or are you hanging on to the dead? Thanks for listening, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, or if you'd like to share your thoughts, hop on over to our website at platicas.com. That's P-L-A-T-I-C-A-S-T dot com. Or send us an email, platicas at gmail.com.